What's up, witches? I'm back. What's up, witches? You found the Ethereal Path Podcast. I'm your host, Xander. Let's get witchy. Alright, my witches, I know it has been a minute and I am so sorry for that. Um, so much has been going on. I have started a new job. Um, it's, you know, taken up a bit of my time. Um, kind of had, you know, to reevaluate some stuff and, you know, kind of, you know, figure out what, you know, I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. And, you know, I kept meaning to get back to this and it was just like, you know, you know, weekends would go by and I would just be like, you know, oh, you know, I'll do it next weekend. Oh, I'll do it next week. And next thing you know, it's like, oh my God, it's been like a month. I feel like, you know, I just like dropped out of nowhere, abandoned you guys. And I feel so, so bad, but you know, life just kind of came up, got in the way, but you know, now's the time, this is the hour and I am fucking back. So, <clears throat> Welcome officially to the Ethereal Path Podcast episode 29. So we are like really, really climbing up there. Um, so ironically, um, and not so ironically, as you know, I have the whole, you know, I don't believe in coincidences thing. You know, um, it is April 30th. Uh, so it is the day before Beltane. Uh, now, Beltane, as you know, is one of the Sabbaths, and it is one of the big Sabbaths that um, we celebrate in the Wiccan community. Um, it is celebrated on May 1st. Um, people know it commonly more as May Day. Uh, so that's kind of really what we're going to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, what Beltane is, kind of a little bit of history, how we celebrate, and, you know, some ideas for moon rituals and things that you could do, you know, tonight or over the next couple days. Um, and just to celebrate what is basically the beginning of the, uh, um, how do I want to put this? Um, it's all about celebrating beginnings, I guess, is what, um, is just the best, just the best way to put it. So, you know, um, so yeah, get ready, kick back and here we go. So let's just start with the basics and, you know, let's start with the very beginning. Um, so Beltane was celebrated, like I said, on May 1st, also known as May Day. Um, it is the midpoint between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Um, so basically we're celebrating, you know, um, fertility, new beginnings. Um, this is the time of the year where the young horn God has fully come into his masculine, um, energy and his masculine power. And basically this is when he knocks up the goddess. Um, so this is, you know, a big time for fertility rituals. Um, a lot of Wiccans and pagans, you know, will celebrate um, marriages or hand fastings around this time. Um, this is a very, very good time to start anything, um, you know, and direct your magic, you know, in the ways of, you know, new beginnings or things that you want to attract into your life. So Beltane 
it's you know it, we get the name of it from the Gaelic words bell, which means bright, and tain meaning fire. So you know bright fire, um, and this is very much a sabbat that is about fire rituals. Um, so you know in planning magical spells or in you know any sort of magical celebrations, you know this would be a time of year that you know the um, you know we spell use spells to burn um, if there are any spells you know that involve you know shedding negativity or getting rid of you know the bad things in your life um this would be the time that you know you would take basically take you know those those remnants or those things that you you know wanted to use your spell work you know and kind of you know toss it on the bonfire back in the day um and even to this day you know we do still celebrate a lot of burning rituals um on beltane um you know and the biggest reason is, you know, fire is cleansing. Um, you know, it's it's one of the most potent, you know, forms of nature. Um, you, you think about like, you know, the massive forest fires and everything that we have. It's like, but, you know, out of those fires and, you know, comes a new life, you know, new trees and plants and everything begin to grow out of the ashes of what the fire destroyed and you know sometimes you got to burn it all down to you know build it back up um you know this isn't necessarily about you know going to that of extreme um but you know fire is also again fire, though it, it comes back to you know fire is just very cleansing um and that's really what we're looking to direct our magic to in this time of year one of the things that we had also talked about in a different um, in a different episode was, uh, you know, the Maypole. This is, you know, again, you know, one of the big traditions of May Day where, you know, you have, you know, children singing and dancing around the Maypole and they're tying ribbons in opposing directions. And again, you know, this traces back to the duality of Wiccan um, or Wicca and paganism where, you know, we believe in both the divine masculine and the divine feminine. You know, we see the duality in things. We see the balance. We see um, uh, the homeostasis for, you know, a from a scientific perspective of in in literally the you know wrapping of the ribbons around the maypole it's you know again literally a phallic representation of the horn god claiming um you know the goddess as his lover so again there's a lot of music and dancing and celebration um you know this is the time where you know, we love to just basically, you know, get rid of all the bad stuff, you know, and all the good stuff is coming to fruition, or this is where we're going to be starting um, or crafting spells that, you know, when we want to have new beginnings and we want to, um, you know, explore new things or, um, you know, even manifest new ideas or things into our life. This is definitely, you know, the, the Sabbath to make that happen. Um, 
So, you know, one of the things that, you know, and I love to point out where, you know, traditions like cross lines, um, you know, one of the big traditions of Beltane is that, you know, green is a big color of that. So now if you think about it, um, you know, green is the color of the heart chakra. So, you know, in Wiccan um, and paganism and, you know, even neo-paganism, you know, when you're doing any sort of chakra work, you know, green is literally associated with the heart chakra we associate it with love and you know with the union of the goddess and god on this day you know that it's definitely about love and you know manifesting things like that into your life um but it's also believed that wearing green on Beltane brings good luck. Um, and what other holiday has everyone maybe heard of that has to do with, you know, luck, shamrocks, and a whole bunch of green? So, you know, just again, I, you know, I love pointing out where all these things crossover um but it's also very you know you can get very midsummer with it um in that you know this is where you know flowers are a big um symbol on beltane because flowers represent fertility you know this is where um a lot of the women when they would celebrate you would wear the carol baskin ring of flowers on their head um so you know lots of song lots of dance you know just and then as the evening wore on, it was a great time for, you know, the elders to kind of, you know, sit and pass on the knowledge and the stories of Beltane, you know, around the fire and kind of keep that oral tradition alive. Um, also, one of the other big things about Beltane is, and this is, you know, straight out my alley, um, is that tarot card reading divination fortune telling um is also believed to have um a lot of power on beltane and around beltane because of the just the purpose and the meaning of it you know so with new beginnings you know if basically you're looking for any you know the thought is if you're looking for any sort of divination or you know future forecasting of your life that beltane is the time to do it because since it's you know all about new beginnings if you're asking these questions or looking you know to bring these things and manifest them into your life that you know you're looking for it for good for for good purposes, you know, for altruistic purposes. So you're kind of looking for guidance. And again, like I always say, you know, tarot is not a way to predict the future. It's just kind of like a way to lay out a roadmap of what's going on currently. And if things happen, you know, what's going to, you know, or if you continue on this path, what's going to happen. And so sorry for the fact that I have a little gray pity. Hi, Lukey. Come here, buddy. I have a little great pity that just kind of rolled in here and, you know, had to sneeze and shake and all that for like, you know, a whole bunch of times. So thanks for that, bud. Appreciate it. And no, I'm not re-recording that part because that was a whole lot. Um, but so, you know, again, these are, you know, all the things to tell the, to think about when, you know, we're talking about Beltane and we're talking about what 
the purposes and what magical directions, you know, you want to like basically, you know, focus your energies on and whether it be through, you know, you celebrate Beltane with a massive ritual or, you know, you just take five minutes, you know, in deep meditation to kind of, you know, you know, celebrate the Sabbath on your own personal level. Either way, that's exactly what this is about. Um, one of the things that I also wanted to kind of talk about is, again, since, you know, this is a large part of the duality and this is actually one of the very masculine holidays um, of Wicca and paganism that, you know, most of what we celebrate revolves around the divine feminine. Um, and this, again, like I said, it, it's, it, even though it is the celebration of, you know, the divine feminine, you know, or the divine goddess, you know, finding her match and her mate, um, you know, it, it's really more about him on this, on this one. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit how like masculinity uh, ties into such a, you know, um, like feminine, feminine powered religion. Um, so this is going to get possibly a little bit controversial. Um, and I know people are going to have some feels. Uh, so I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to jump into it. Alright, so who'd have thought there'd be, there could be controversy in Wicca, but sure enough, oh, there's tons of it. And, you know, I've touched on a little bit of this before. Um, but so one of the biggest controversies kind of comes into, you know, men in the um, Wiccan practice um, or even in some branches of like neo-paganism. Um, Now, you know, don't get me wrong, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And, you know, like I've said before, you know, I, I in no way, shape or form am trying to like, you know, push my views on anybody. It's just kind of, you know, opening up the discussion and, you know, putting it out there of, you know, this is my own personal thoughts and feelings on it. Um, you know, again, so one of the big things, especially in Wicca that we celebrate is, like I said, you know, um, we celebrate the duality of everything, um, the balance, you know, there's the masculine, the feminine, the yin, the yang, you know, anything that, you know, puts the world into balance and harmony. Um, so, you know, in a way it would be natural that, you know, while, you know, the Wiccan religion is, you know, very much oriented towards the sacred feminine, you know, it would be natural to balance it out with a Sabbath or two that would celebrate basically the sacred masculine. Um, and it's the aspects of, you know, the association with, you know, the fire, you know, the sun, um, passion, strength, courage, you know, those aspects of Beltane are very, very masculine, you know, and it's not that, you know, women can't be passionate, you know, and women do not have the same strength and courage. But, you know, again, this is very much a Sabbath that's a celebration of the horn god taking the goddess as his mate. You know, so in a way, it's like, you know, we have to find a, 
in, in a way like almost a progressive way through it because you know this doesn't diminish the sacred feminine in any way shape or form but without those hyper masculine stereotypes you know those hyper feminine stereotypes wouldn't exist so you know it's all about finding that balance but recognizing that you know keeping those aspects in you know certain um context is a positive thing um you know one of the things um i know um, other male witches that I've spoken to, um, you know, this is a Sabbat where a lot of times they'll go camping um, because they basically, you know, want to be out in nature. You know, it's, you know, some even, you know, you know, basically spend like an entire weekend, you know, like sky clad, just out in nature, you know, meditating and, you know, really starting to, you know, get that connection back with the world as, you know, the days start to get longer and, you know, the world starts to get brighter and, you know, we get closer to summer because again, you know, we're now we're at the halfway point between spring and summer. So it's, you know, coming up quick. Um, and the sun also will hit its highest point in the sky. And that is, you know, the representation of the peak of masculine energy, you know, and again, you know, with the sun comes the fire and, you know, the association, you know, that comes with, you know, that creativity and that passion and that, you know, element of, you know, masculine energy that kind of drives men to, you know, be successful and, you know, be, be the type of man that they want to be or were raised to be, you know, it's that, you know, it's that celebration of it. And it's also, you know, that chance for, you know, all male covens to bond and, you know, come together and, you know, even strengthen their magical powers or for, you know, eclectic solo practitioners, you know, to build on those masculine aspects of your Wiccan practice. Um, and another thing, and I actually kind of love this, that one of the things that is really associated with Beltane is courage. And again, you know, nothing that I say diminishes, you know, the, the power that women have in any way, shape or form. Um, but it, let's be real, you know, it's very, very difficult for men to open up and men to, you know, be comfortable even with just another guy like, you know, outside of, you know, you know, basically like, you know, bullshit locker room talk, uh, you know, to actually like open up and, you know, have the courage to say like, you know, you know, I need help with this or, you know, my mental health is not okay. Or, you know, something's been kind of on my mind and I need someone to talk up to about it. You know, luckily, you know, we're moving with the generations of, you know, guys are a lot more open and they do, you know, talk about things, but we still have a long way to go with that. And, you know, so this is one of those times where, you know, I kind of urge people to reflect on your own feelings about it. And it's like, you know, obviously, you know, we don't want to, you know, emasculate like men in any way, shape or form. But it's like you got to find a, we've got to find a way to keep that quote hyper masculinity without it becoming toxic masculinity. 
And that is a massive undertaking, you know, and obviously something that, you know, we're not going to get into here because that could, that could literally be the subject of a whole podcast. Let's be real. Um, but, you know, and I say this, and this is absolutely no disrespect to women or, you know, any of the, like the, my, you know, Dianic sisters out there, you know, but I urge you and encourage you to, you know, remember that and think about that, you know, tonight and tomorrow, whenever, you know, you're planning on, you know, doing your thing for Beltane that, you know, just remember that, you know, that that hyper masculinity, it's, you know, we have that stereotype for a reason. But, you know, again, without that hyper masculinity, you don't get the hyper femininity. And that, you know, again, you know, I'm talking in extremes. And, you know, whenever I talk in extremes, you know, I always, you know, you know, everything, it's black, white, and all the gray in between, you know, so, you know, it's all encompassing that, you know, never should it ever be fully about one thing. But just, you know, remember that that duality is super important to what we do and what we believe. Um, so, so, you know, if you know guys who are out there that, you know, you think could benefit from any of this or, you know, anything that, you know, that they may, you know, just want to kind of, you know, get some help on their own or just kind of need like answers to things, you know, encourage them, you know, be supportive or, you know, have them listen to this podcast, you know, see if, you know, the things I talk about, because, you know, one of the big things that, you know, I'm always just, you know, saying on the show is, you know, that, you know, it's Wicca is not just uh, the practice of religion, but it's also the, you know, how do I incorporate this, incorporate this into my everyday life? And, you know, again, time and time in my own life, you know, I put spells out there and they happen and I get exactly what the universe needed to give me, you know, and I'm super grateful for it. And, you know, it, it's just, it works and there's no other way I can put it. And like I said, you know, again, for those who haven't, you know, gone back and listened to the earlier, the early, early episodes, you know, I started this whole project because, you know, when I was working as a staff development coordinator, I realized that a lot of the things that I was teaching, like communication techniques and, you know, how to be an effective leader and, you know, effective communicator and things like that, you know, were a lot of things that we practice in Wicca. So it's almost like, you know, it's kind of get, get about, you know, getting out there, opening people's minds and, you know, breaking down the misconceptions about who we are and what we do. And, you know, it's one of the reasons that I keep doing this podcast and I'm going to keep going. And again, you know, I always love the feedback that I get. I appreciate everything, you know, and since, um, the last time that we or I, I, this is the last time I have dropped an episode, um, you know, welcome to the people of Japan because they are now part of this crazy family that, you know, again, I saw go international almost virtually overnight. And just the fact that, you know, my voice and this message is getting out literally across the world just still blows my mind. So, um, you know, 
that being said, I'm going to kind of wrap it up for today, but, you know, I'm going to promise that, you know, I'm going to be trying to do an episode every week. Um, definitely going to be trying to do a weekend drop. Um, if I do miss an, if I do miss a weekend, you know, just know that there's a good reason or something's going on. Um, may drop some couple mini-sodes, but we're going to start getting into a lot of the deeper topics now. Um, so if you haven't listened to the other episodes, I highly encourage you go back, listen to them. Like, subscribe, follow me on um, all the platforms that you listen to your podcasts on. You know, we're literally on every major platform. You know, we're out there on, on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, you know, literally anywhere that you can listen to your podcast at. Hit up the Instagram page, check out our Facebook page, you know, check out our website, see the things that we offer. Go check out the Etsy store. You know, we offer tons of magical items. Virtually everything can be customized. If there's something that, you know, you're looking for or you need, please do not hesitate to reach out to me for a recommendation. Um, and again, I look forward to, you know, keep working on this little project and seeing where this goes. So thank you guys again for listening. Um, it truly just, you know, blesses me every time I see those numbers just go up and up. And, you know, I hope you're starting to see the difference that it's making in the world. Again, if you have any feedback, you know, shoot it to me at all the contact info in the show notes. And blessed be, have a wonderful Beltane, and get out there, do your thing. Again, blessed be, and I will see you guys hopefully next week. The Ethereal Path Podcast is hosted by me, Xander, and is owned by Ethereal Path, LLC. You can find us on the web at www.ethereal-path.com. Don't forget the dash, it's super important. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Ethereal Path and on Twitter as at Ethereal Path PGH. This is also our email address, etherealpathpgh at gmail.com. DMs are open on all of our platforms. The Ethereal Path podcast can be found on all major podcasting platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Our Etsy shop can be found under Ethereal Path PGH. Links can be found below and on our website. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications. Every one of those clicks makes a huge difference. Thank you for listening, and blessed be.